0: For over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment.
1: Yes, sir, we promised you a great Gorgeous, here. George. Here Ready, Charles. glassy, the make Andre, the China. China WrestleMania. Everyone, Everyone has Our a price. Ladies and gentlemen, it is electric. <laughs>
0: welcome to the notice qualifications podcast i'm adrian i'm laszlo and we are back and we're covering both nights of wrestlemania in one jam-packed ultra episode of amazing the qualifications podcast amazing podcast uh so this is wrestlemania 38 as a tagline 13 million times this is the most stupendous wrestlemania of all time was it? Did they say that? Did they yeah, say that's, that? that was the title. Pat McAfee oh, okay. said it probably 30, 40 times. Well, I can't. Yo, Pat Maff, McAfee can do no wrong in my eyes. That dude is hilarious. <laughs> that's, that's that's extremely fair. He is amazing. He's awesome. <laughs> um, he, he, commentary for was was on the – they were good for the most part tonight, besides Corey Graves. Corey Graves endlessly pisses me off. He's, yeah, he says silly stuff. Uh, boy, he loved talking about We Men. And, and, uh, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, let's hop on the first match tonight. We have Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boo, as he likes to uh, let you know. Their dressed is the Mike's Harder Half and Half Tea and Lemonade. Um, that's their get up for tonight. And, it was and they're taking on the Usos for the SmackDown uh, Tag Team Championships. Uh, just. Popping off um, as as you know, Boogs is playing, McAfee's dancing. It, it, they're trying to bring some energy. This is your opener for WrestleMania. This is the first taste of WrestleMania you you are getting. Um, by the way, it looked amazing. Yeah. Patrick crowd, AT and T Stadium. Um, the set was nice. They had the 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 the, the Texas Cowboy star. It, it was it was a dope they, setup. They had the uh, Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. They they really popped off for the night. Um, Nakamura just drops a knee to open the match um, to Jimmy. The heels kind of take advantage. They start doing these tag moves, um, but there's this moment where Boogs gets in, old Boogs, Boog's, and and he hits. So he gets, I think it's Jay He gets Jay in a suplex and goes down to one knee, and then incorrectly, Pat McAfee says he deadlifts him. He didn't do a deadlift. He did a walking lunge, a standing lunge. And he lifts him. him back up, hits his suplex. He gets him up. Um, for Lister, gives, what's going to be, a Samoan drop. The other Uso hops up on top of the of the shoulders of Boogs. So he's got two guys on his shoulders. And he tears his MCL. Right. Um, he's for real, honest right. to God, it, And, mm-hmm. and Boogs is out of the match um, because of this. And since Boogs is out, um, it's Nakamura, a two-on-one handicap match here. Um, Nakamura hits a sliding German suplex um, to, I think it was Jimmy or Jay at this point. It really doesn't matter. No. They're so... um, whenever they're tagging, it doesn't matter. It looks so alike. It's it's, it's almost like they're twins or something like that. Um, but oh, right. after a Uso splash, they don't get the pin. Nakamura kicks out, and they hit the 1D, which is just the 3D, but it's... Do so, so it's the one need. The okay, acknowledge me. Yeah, we're the yeah. we, we ones. Um for the win. This match had so much more potential, but it's it's not their fault boogs got hurt. That's fair. It's not their fault boogs got hurt. And, and you look at a guy like Boogs, you're wondering how he how that guy got hurt. I mean, yeah, and he's so over. He look the crowd was like booze, boogs. boogs. I mean, they're they're into boogs. I mean if you could have a a wrestler out there singing and playing a flying V guitar to start the to start WrestleMania to open Wrestlemania with he's over that's very true yeah he's gotta be over <laughs> and Boogs like he used to do the WWE like Old Spice commercials and he wasn't uh, he wasn't active on the roster yet he was just like he was like a kind of like, a character Rick Boogs is the Old Spice character and then Rick Boogs translated into he came out with Nakamura to play and play the guitar for Nakamura one time. And he started tagging with Nakamura. Okay. And then he did the Freddie, he did the Freddie Mercury mustache and did the Freddie Mercury haircut. And oh. Started wrestling with Nakamura. Okay. I, I, Nakamura's uh a stud. he's talented. Um, I gave I gave this two bells out of five. That's all you I gave it three. I, I gave it three. It was uh it was an exciting match. I'm not gonna lie. Had so much more potential, but unfortunately. Um he got hurt. He did um have surgery like two or three days later. So he really tore his his MCL. Yeah, he tore it. Damn. Um but he had successful surgery, so probably he'll probably be back in six to eight months. That's that's still be for a guy at his age, you know, it's uh um it's not career ending, but it's like it'll put a dampener a dampen on it. Um and these Uso kids, I don't think I'd like them personally but they're talented they're stud, they're studs they, they got you know they're I, they're not over because that's not what you, you say as far as the heels mm-hmm. but you know they're studs they're good oh they're, yeah, they're, they're great um I think I think sometimes I don't want to say they get overshadowed because they're with Roman but um, people forget that they are extremely extremely good tag team. I think sometimes it gets a little overshadowed because they're kind of in this Roman aura where it's like they're always being pushed, they're always in main event scenes, they're always holding yeah. the titles. But it, people forget it is well deserved. So we have to acknowledge them. You have to acknowledge them. I mean they, they debuted with with pink with bright neon pink and uh green face paint dancing and doing the hawker when they came out. And now look at them. I think doing the hockey is kind of badass with this. Thing. Ah, sometimes I don't know. Up. Nothing's more embarrassing to me now than just coming out and just simply putting your hand up and saying "Nods" nah, when you see the entire crowd. That, finger, did up. Did that finger up. one finger up. Yeah, that's, that gave me goosebumps thinking about that. That's we exactly. the one. We the one. Ooh. Uh, next here we have Happy Corbin versus Drew McIntyre. Um, Drew's Drew's tossed around on the outside a little bit, um, you know, because madcap moss is interfering which you pointed out ripped the man is ripped madcap moss is absolutely ripped. He's, he's jacked yeah i so i'll, I'll give him a pass on that that's my fashion disc of the night is are those overalls um and he didn't even he wasn't even in he wasn't technically in a match he was just on you know on the ring apron being cheerleader yeah being annoying um Corbin's a stud, though. Corbin's so highly underrated. It is, it's criminal. He's criminally underrated. I think. I think you may agree with that as well. This man has never held a world title, which is a which is a shame. And now the Romans holding both, spoiler alert, holding both titles. Damn sure he's not going to have it in a while. Um, that's true. Maybe he'll. I I think if he if Corbin retires and never has held a world championship, he will go down in, in that group of the greats have never held it. I I'm one of the people of the belief I've always been a fan of Baron Corbin. Whether he's been Baron Corbin, Constable Corbin, King Corbin, Bumass Corbin, or he's been Happy Corbin, I've always been a fan of him. Okay. Um I think it it would be criminally he's criminally underrated. I think it'd be a travesty that he never got the championship. It'd be negligent to never get a championship. Absolutely um, right, sir. And he played football. He was on the Colts? Uh Chiefs. Chiefs. Uh Chiefs? Kansas City. Kansas City And I'm wearing a Tennessee Titans hat. He was also a two times Golden Glove uh boxing champion. Chiefs. Which which th- sometimes doesn't translate too well to professional fighting, but you know, the amateur but that's the highest echelon of amateur uh boxing. That's the that is the golden standard the court, golden i think gloves. he went from golden gloves to doing the nfl and then went from the nfl to WWE. so he was just making money as soon as he, as soon as he left. Mean, yeah as soon and he now boxing. i think he has like his own like his own uh company for steak rubs and stuff like that i would open boxing gyms all over the place probably but it's you know that's just me he um, has uh like his own. he he's like a slow cooking genius or something like that like he slow cooks and I mean, it's okay, Well, Kansas City, I mean, yeah, that's, that's about the pulled pork and the, the brisket and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah he's a guy, dude. Yeah. Uh, so we get a spine buster by Drew McIntyre at deep six, and then uh, Drew McIntyre dives, up the top rope onto Madcap and uh, Corbin. It looked great. That was a flip. That wasn't a dive. Yeah, he, he, he did look the Undertaker type of. He did the flip at the end, which he doesn't do, but he, does, he did the full extension flying squirrel dive. Which is something for a guy of his size and his stature. He's like Six six, six seven. And jacked, scary, jacked, big. I can't believe they test for steroids. I mean, I that's <laughs> what they do. But like I mean that you look at that guy, you're like, no way, that's natural. But yeah, no, sure enough, he just has those genes, man. Happy Corbin hits the end of days for a two. The first time anyone has ever kicked out of the end of days. First time ever. Drew kicked out tonight, or That's well, that night, all through, night. All through uh, his whole career, no one's ever kicked out through the That night was like, damn. Um, after the end of days, it's a future shock, det, and a claymore for the win for Drew McIntyre. Afterwards, he pulls out his sword and he slices the the the, the two top, the two the top and the middle rope, and then screams. Uh, I give it a three. I also gave it a three. I thought it was just it. fine. It wasn't anything fantastic, but it was. It was, it was, it it was nothing was, to write home about. No. Um, then what exactly is the end of days? How does that? How does that? Uh, the end of days is, it's he he catches them, their legs. I'm trying to. He leans them back, and then whoops them forward into like a a, a reverse rock bottom type of deal. Okay. No yeah, one's it. ever kicked out? No one's ever kicked out of that. Never. Damn, okay. I didn't I didn't know all that, but yeah, I, I gave it a three. It, it, it felt good. Who's uh, Corbin's little side homie? Well, who's Madcap that? Moss. Madcap Moss. It, it was funny when he got slapped around a little bit by um, uh, D-Mac. Drew McIntyre. I call him D-Mac, a friend of mine. Um, hear you? Yeah, totally. What's up, dude? Yo, stop, stop texting me, man. It's annoying. I don't want to see all your memes. Really? close a lot of them. Weird, like, Scotch. Like, and I'm like, I don't speak that. And he's like, I'm speaking English, mate. And I'm like, I don't understand you. And he's like, I, you're so cool, lads. I want to hang out with you. I don't know why he sounds Italian in my head. But that's just how it is. Sometimes things translate differently. translate yeah, differently, for sure. Uh, speaking of translations here, uh, we have the Mysterios versus Logan Paul and the Miz. Logan Paul from YouTubes and Disney Channel, who filmed the dead body in the, in the Japanese forest. He did like a jerk like a total jerk i'm sorry i remember watching the unedited video i remember watching He didn't have to put that up he's an an he's an ass for that he was an ass for that but people change and damn it you have to accept just like everybody else says i don't but like if you say so i will i mean you know i appreciate that you're welcome and i know i appreciate you i mean you know people do horrible things you're right and we can't cancel a man for making mistakes in his early 20s Thank God there wasn't the internet when I was in my early twenties. See, dude, see how many how so many dead people have you seen? None, none. Okay, well I've seen a few. I've seen a few funeral yeah. and stuff, but like out like by the train tracks, yeah. I can stand by I me mean, I've seen I've seen a dead body out in the in the open. Really? Yeah. Oh, you're from East Knox? Yeah. It's, it's so mean, different Sometimes out there. they're just out there they're just chilling, you know. Um, it's like, hey, you know some dead body can yeah. burning, you know. But like. <laughs> We all make mistakes. I'm, I, I I do admire the Paul family to a degree, not the dad, but the brothers, Jake and, and Logan, because they have a very, I, I want to do it, I'm going to do it mentality. And he's a WrestleMania. He wrestled in WrestleMania. He wrestled in WrestleMania. You probably had someone tell him, you'll never wrestle in WrestleMania. And he's a lifelong WWE fan, and so he got to do it. This was a dream, and he did it. Also, oh, uh, a Guinness World World Record holder for the most expensive Pokemon card ever purchased. Pretty weird, dude. Uh, pretty weird for me. Um, yeah, <laughs> he gets it. It's the culture. Paul has a little bit of a moment here. He does. He jumps over Ray a few times and does like the splits, which was like kind of you know impressive. It, and and he, he's got he got kicked in the head. I mean, this guy's an athlete, you know. Uh, Dom does the uh, the Eddie like he. he walks Ray up, he walks so what he does is he he jumps up, he has, it's the head scissor arm drag that Eddie used to do and he has Miz's hand and he jumps and gets Logan Paul and the head scissor and like rolls and does like the arm drag, head scissor thing it's super cool, Eddie, Eddie was always good at doing it Eddie would like do it and he would jump like five feet out and catch the person and do Eddie the, Guerrero, yes and um, um, we, we saw how um, was it Jake Paul? Logan Paul. Logan Paul was taunting, doing the the uh, Eddie shuffle, you know what I mean? And uh, was doing, it like, the, the scissor move to get up. Yeah, so he did the three amigos, and then he he did, he did a kip up, and then afterwards gets to the top rope, he does that shimmy that Eddie does, and he hit, he hit a frog splash. Yeah, he did. And he hit a good frog splash. Ah, damn it, this kid, he was good, damn it. And uh, he has the look, he could have been a wrestler. Damn it. Dom and Ray hit the double 619 nine and the Fox splash dope. that looked dope. And then immediately afterwards, the Miz pop slides in. He power bombs Dom on the Ray, or he uh, he body slams Dom on the Ray, and he hits a skull crushing finale for the win. And then afterwards, he turns on Logan Paul and he also hits Logan Paul with a skull crushing finale. Um, for what I would give a four bells for that. Are you kidding? I give it four bells. We're supposed to argue and disagree you know, it was, about this. That stuff. was a good ass match. It was a good match, dude. Um, now, Dominic Mysterio does look like a 40 year old lesbian. But <laughs> um, but he's still he's, he's got a good pedigree. Uh, him, and his, him and his dad, the double 619. I don't remember seeing him move that though in, in a minute. And, like I, and I think um, it I would it'd be remiss for me to say that the um, the gear that Eddie and Rare are wearing is a tribute to. To Eddie, I said uh, the the Dom and Ray are wearing is a tribute to Eddie's former tag team um, with Bar Gun, not Bar Gun. Uh, how oh, Art Art Bar, that was his name? Art Bar. Gun, Art they're, Bar They're Gun. like they like little screen goes or something like that. <laughs> but that was that was their old uh, that was their old tag team, and this this gear was a tribute to them. Um, it looked sick. Ray man. also posted on Instagram saying like you know I brought. I brought Dom to his first WrestleMania back in like WrestleMania 21 or something like that, or 20 something like that, and now me and him are tagging together at WrestleMania. It's 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 it is crazy, and it's it's one of those moments like with the game coming out, with 2K22 coming out. It's been all about Rey Mysterio his the legacy cover, and, the, and and showcasing him. Yeah. So to see you know him be able to tag with his son at WrestleMania, that's, I mean it's a big deal. That is a big deal. That, I j I'm really I'm just getting the brevity of that now. That that, that is something. So father son tagging together, um, getting perform. I mean like that's that's beautiful. And, and and not just that. I mean I mean they're doing the double six for nine together, they right? do the frog splash together at WrestleMania. They're wearing a tribute to Eddie and his gear and everything like that. Yeah. They really got to go all out. Um it just in itself, you know, it's a WrestleMania debut for Logan Paul. that everybody, everybody expected him to suck, but he was performing well. The Miz is always a constant professional. Um, and um, while I do admit I don't like his acting when he's selling, the kids put – he's paid his dues. Yeah. He's paid his dues. I probably brought this up in previous podcasts, but um, the the remarkable, amazing, exemplary human being of Chris Benoit banned the Miz from any locker rooms while he was back there. Like, The Miz was changing in janitor closets and stuff. Yeah. Like, like because, because Chris Benoit is such a great guy. Um, take back. Yeah, and he, he paid his dues, man. I You know, and I I, do, I admit, he, I, I did watch, that was one of the last seasons of the, of the reality TV show, The Real World, that I watched, um, because there was this woman named Coral who was on that show, who I, who I was into, but it doesn't matter now um yeah this match was a four bell match this was almost a classic it was almost perfect I can't, I, I I don't want to be a, base things on principle we were talking about that a lot mm-hmm. but like uh which Paul was that again is that Logan? Logan Logan I it was a gimmick match because he was in it could have been anyone else I mean you know any other wrestler but like it would have been it might have gotten a five bell out of me but uh he did what, Logan Logan did well and, Four bells. I, I was surprised, but I, surprised. I, I you know, I find with Logan being in the match, it drew my interest more because I wanted to see how he was going to perform. I wanted to see how he was going to sell. I wanted to see how he was going to react. Oh, dude, the kid's an happy. for and sure. He, so did, he did. He had better camera. He had better camera work than than some wrestlers do. He knew look right. That's Boston. He, he knew. To, he knew. He knew to look at the camera. He knew to make the make that face. Yeah. He knew to piss off the crowd. To do the, the, the he, he he did it well, um, really well actually. So um, I honestly, bro, I wouldn't mind seeing Logan Paul in the ring again. I wouldn't. It wouldn't bother me to see him again. Come out with the, come out with the card. Come back. What you gotta do? It wouldn't bother me seeing Jake in the ring again. I hate to admit it. Could you imagine the Paul brothers tagging? No, no, I couldn't. Uh, uh, two, they would have two different styles. I think Logan would be the, uh, a bruiser. Logan would be would would he wouldn't want to get over. It. I think Jake eventually. Would, which one was it tonight? Logan. Logan would would want to get over and would want to make uh, like Jake would be like this is stupid. I, I think I don't know, but it's just there. I feel like Jake would be the type where he's like I have to I have to go against what everyone in the back tells me to do. I have to rebel. Okay. Logan, yeah. I feel like Logan's the type of guy who sits there and listens to you, taking takes in the information. He's respectful. I I I would feel like he'd be respectful. Obviously, respectful yeah. of the process. And the, the he, craft he's, he's the type that he'd <clears> sit down. You know, race and say this is what we're gonna do tonight. And Logan's yes, yeah, sir. Jake Jake would be the type to be like, yeah yeah, but let me do this. So like, wouldn't it be cool like if I like put you through a table? You're probably right. And, right. And, like I won. Yeah. And Ray's like, no. And he just like, but what if I like be Roman right now? Yeah. Like, would be not kind of cool if I like, hey, I like, Ray would say no. Hey, like, what, what if I like, what if I like were on like USA and I just said, fuck, but wouldn't that be cool though? Like I said on TV? It'd be, be funny, colors. but they sleep at home. So you hey, can't what see. if I like pull my penis out? Now you're crossing the line. Hey, what basically. if I just like walked in the locker room and was like naked in front of all the women? Like, would that be cool though? They would drag you out of there and cut your little... Tiny little penis off. Okay, good. like, but like, but I should do it though, because I'm Jake Paul. Right. I don't play by the rules. And if, uh, I should call out Vince on national television tell him I want to fight him in the parking lot. And Vince would meet him out there and fight him. Because Vince is crazy like that. We know Vince nah, is crazy. I think like Vince that. would like, actually kill him. You think? Uh, Vince I, would think kill Vince, Jake I, I think Vince would take the shots to the face. And Vince would kind of like, Jake would be like, You dumb old man. And Jake would be like, I like, I'm just getting started, bitch. Why play off the and like suddenly you just seem like a Hulk up and just start swinging. Like. It would be a sight to be seen. It would be a sight to be home. Book it. Let's go. Uh, next, see. we have Becky Lynch and Bianca, Bianca Belair. The hometown girl. Knoxville, what? East Knox uh, represent Austin East here. Uh, man, let's get straight to it. Uh, from the jump, um, Becky Lynch comes out with a Marvel-themed, like, um, entrance graphics, and then she comes out oh, with the fishtail things look looking fantastic, looking um, like Haley Williams. Um, with the you're right, yeah, okay, the bangs, like the old school, yeah. like Paramore original Haley Williams. You're right, you're absolutely right. I didn't make that. Um, right. if you guys didn't know, podcast listeners, I am uh, Paramore is probably like my favorite female-led band, and it's in my top five for just favorite bands of all time. I cycle out the albums every week. Do you really? I have a problem. It's a, no, it's not a problem. No, it might be though. I'm listening to the same playlist I made three years ago over and over and over again. It's on shuffle, but still, it's like the same 65 songs. So, in my opinion, Bianca Belair could not, Bianca, Bianca, Becky Lynch could not touch Haley Williams. That's just my personal opinion. I'm not talking about in the fight, I'm talking about just appearance. Um, versus the hometown girl, of course for us, Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair coming out with a, the uh, the marching band doing her theme. Uh, I hear the horns weren't tuned well. Yeah, that's what I heard too. Um, <laughs> has the the Mickey Mouse ear type of thing going on? Did you put that up? No, the big red, it should, the big red like Minnie Mouse ears on it. She she was dressed as Mickey Mouse. She had the the uh, what are they call. It's like shorts, but then they have the straps that go under the boots. Oh, the garter belt? Yeah, She's yeah. like the garter things on. Oh, that's, it had the that exactly. big Mouse ears. Yeah, these, these, this was some action. Mayhew slammed open the match. Becky misses a moonsault. However, she does hit a top rope leg drop. Um, there's an outside suplex, which was pretty dope there. Now the full on outside suplex wasn't like one of those. Oh, we're kind of gonna do it. Full on outside suplex. That's right. Um, right. Bianca. Bianca drops Becky across the top rope and then does the 450 from the from Brett's rope, which was beautiful. Becky does a flipping... It looks like it's supposed to be like a, a molly go around, but she ends up kicking Bianca right in the face. That's right, right in the eye. And you see her eyelash like come off and stick to her eyebrow and look, her eyes start to swell. Yeah. Um, and then a manhandle onto the steps. They go in, a few reversals, a few exchanges, and... Bianca hits the KOD for the win and becomes the new WWE Raw Women's Champion. Let we said what our bells are, same time. One, two, three, four. five. This is the best female match I've ever seen in my life. This was a back and forth, all the way, both using their strengths and their weaknesses and using their weaknesses against themselves and so on. And this was an amazing match. Becky looked fantastic with that makeup on. I'm sorry, and I'm not a, I'm not a I'm not a Becky Lynch stand. I, I really don't care. I'm I'm more of a, a Charlotte Flair guy. Disgusting. I just said I'm just kidding. I said that to get a reaction out of my guy here. This was the one of the this is the best women's match I've ever seen. This was incredible. I and we believe it or not, you don't have to listen to me, you don't have to pay attention to me, but we did not discuss our we don't discuss our grades before we, we record and five bells as soon as like as, as soon as they started going i was like th- this was something special um we wouldn't have had the draw of uh roman reigns and brock lesnar but this could have been the main event this was that good i, I it was an it was indeed action. that damn good no doubt no doubt about it um fantastic. now before we get to the second half of night 1 quick word from our sponsors at the wrestling purist podcast
1: we believe the mat is sacred honor is real and everything is discussed under pure words. my name is Ryan one half of the wrestling purist podcast we review all things wrestling and don't pull any punches we do an episode every Sunday where we go back and watch a pre-2020's pay-per-view and then talk about it in the segment we call the Retro Review. I also do an episode every Friday morning in our WIN series, which stands for Weekend News. It gives me an opportunity to freely shoot on 10 news topics from the past week. I also do pay-per-view predictions and reactions to large breaking news stories like Tony Khan, being the new owner of Ring of Honor Wrestling. You can find us on all major podcast streaming platforms. Check out our Twitter page at the WP underscore pod that's T H E W P WP underscore P-O-D for all updates. Our pinned tweet has other links as well like our merch store and how to support our show directly. Remember, whether you agree with us or not, we're right because we are the Wrestling Purists.
0: Yeah, so make sure you go ahead and give them a five star on Apple, and we would appreciate it if you went to their Twitter, the Wrestling peer on Twitter, and let them know that we sent you. Um, show them some love, of course. Show us some love too, and give us that five stars as well on Apple. Um, next match here, we have Seth Rollins coming out, um, and he he's saying, "Hey, who's my Who, who's my who's my opponent?" Been building this up, who's his, who's his opponent? Who's his opponent? Who's his opponent? And the lights go out. And, and, you, like, and you hear, wrestling has more. Wrestling has more than one royal family. Adrenaline in my soul. It's Cody Rhodes, the former executive vice president of all elite Wrestling. <laughs> he was a former vice president of AEW. He was one of the co-founders of the of the company, and he left. This is a big deal. There's got to be a reason for that. Money. That's he said it. No, he said straight up. He wanted more money and he wanted, you know, creative. He wanted to do some other things. But more importantly, he said he had unfinished business at, at in WWE. And the unfinished business was he wants to win the WWE championship because his father never did. Oh, Dustin. Yeah. And he's, he. it's not like a kayfabe. Genuinely, he wants to do that because it's the one belt that his family has never gotten. Goldust never got it. I thought was. They've never gotten it. He never won AEW World Championship. He, he told himself so. he, t- he told himself he wouldn't book himself to win a championship like that. So he wants to I win like that. it here. I mean, like his uh, Shane McMahon walking around with titles. The pop that he got. Yeah, that was some pop. It's I mean, this is honestly it's a huge deal. But we'll we'll get into the match. Um, arm drag right away from Cody, and then he does the cartwheel and does a Stardust pose. He used to be Stardust. I don't know if you ever remember watching him Stardust, where he, where he has the he's dressed like Goldust, cuz a giant star painted on his face. That was him. That was him. Of course, that all makes sense yeah. now. He I used to have the gloves, that had the star on it, and he'd do that at the camera. That's pretty sick. He did the it did look, it was pretty cool in the beginning. He had like this thing where like he was tagging as Cody. He was tagging with gold dust as Cody and like he was having this thing where he was like having his inner struggle and then he came and showed up at stardust. It was, it was a weird, that is weird, yeah, right? but it's, but it's k it. k is, it was interesting. Um, that's awesome. Big <laughs> suplex. They do like these things where we're both trying to suplex each other back and forth, back and forth and they end up suplexing each other outside. Um, which, which got a big pop And it. Honestly, it did look really nice. Um, Cody's power bombed into the barricade. And then Seth Rollins to Falcon Arrow. Cody cutter for two. Two crossroads. He hits the dusty combo. And then he ends up hitting the crossroads for the win. I think we both said at the same time. One, two, three, four, five. five. Oh, wow. You, okay. I didn't, I didn't think it was perfect. Oh, I no. thought we I thought we might we actually have the same belief on this one. There, there, there was a botch or two there. Well, tell, um, tell me what you think about it. I I don't like Seth Rollins. Cody Cody Rhodes he's talented, and so is Seth Rollins. But there were a few botches that that I saw, primarily out of Seth Rollins. Um, why did you give it five? I mean, was it because Cody Rhodes? Is- no, because- I, it was. I think these guys complement each other really well. I I did see the I, there was a botch where. Um, where when when Cody tries doing the disaster kick off the the steps and Seth catches him, he doesn't catch him all the way, and he kind of like power bombs him on the floor first and then picks him back up and then power bombs him against the barricade. That looked a little botchy. Um, But it was also a really stiff match, especially when Cody, when Seth had Cody's head down and was just kicking him in the head. And he was really kicking him over the head. He, He was laying him in, and he also... Cody's like starting to get up off the ropes and uh Seth is walking behind him. he was he uh yells welcome back to the big times bitch and then like kicked him again. Um there was the inverted top rope, there's an inverted suplex, and he rolls it into an inverted Falcon arrow. There was a lot in this match to me. Um I've always liked Cody Rhodes. There were moments in AEW when I wasn't a big fan of Cody Rhodes, but it's always performed. He's a professional. He's the There's been moments when I haven't liked Seth Rollins, but when it comes bell to bell, Seth Rollins performs. So I felt like this was a, a solid combination of the two. Um, I gave it a five. I think it was um, going back to back with Becky and Bianca and then this. Yeah. yeah. That's two heavy-ass hitters. You're right. Um, we both know what the main event was tonight. But easily I I understand. I believe me, I understand why it was the main event. You know, it's it's Austin and yeah, he was in the Hall of Fame this year. He just came out and stood there. Um <laughs> sorry, we saw a clip of Taker. Um uh, but The Undertaker. But we, the under, we understand why, you know, the, the main event with Austin is the main event because they're in Texas. And it's Steve Stone Cold Steve Austin. But so if mean, we're he... talking bell to bell, like I believe it could have been Cody and Rollins or it could have been Bianca and Becky. First, I would have Bianca and Becky. But yeah. Nonetheless, there. But uh any bosses you, you kind of caught to this match? The, that, those, those stomps. Oh, when he goes to do the stomp. You're clearly not gonna land them on the guy, dude. What are you doing? And like the kick the 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 the, the little roundhouse kick that that Seth Rollins does, yeah, you're not landing that on him either. You know you're not. It's a, like it was enough time. Uh, I yeah, maybe maybe I just don't like Seth Rollins. He is a performer. I, yeah. yeah, you're right. He is a performer. Um, he's also a vegan. He does CrossFit and he's atheist. So what cool. is it? What does he tell people about first? Uh, he's the Holy Trinity of being a dickhead. I guess. Yeah. I would, I would assume, but would probably tell them first, hey, I don't believe in God. Why? Because I do CrossFit. Why do you do CrossFit? Because of vegan. Vegan. I dude. I like like so maybe I gotta be more objective when I watch these matches, I admit. Uh, hey, like, is your body a temple? No my body is temple because it's just gonna you know, ground the go on the ground and nothing's ever gonna happen because I'm an atheist. Then why are you working out so much? I, I don't know. He wants to be a good looking person. And course. then he got, he got his mind the paradox and he's all screwed up for a few hours. And, and he, then he starts laughing like an idiot because yeah, you know, he does, yeah, hate he does yeah. some He's <laughs> <laughs> you know. But I'm, you know, I'm not going to bash anybody for being an atheist. I was an atheist and we're good friends. We're, we're, we're bros. And, it's, and I, I, I'm i far less militant than I once was. But I do admit I, I've lost like lifelong, lifelong friends because I wouldn't go to their weddings and stuff because it was in churches. I mean, I'm I'm not militant. About my beliefs, right? I'm, I, I'm I, pretty chill. That's the wrong way to be. I believe we should I never agree. be militant. In anything unless you're in the military, then be militant. I, I agree. See so how we just came to understand two people with different views, views, and just came to understanding. But we're we're, we're like minded though, which is weird. Y'all yeah, bitches should come and come to come be like us. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> um, no, but I, I gave it a five. Yeah. I I could see where you could maybe push it to a or four. It, it, it is because I, I kind of hate Seth Rollins, but like not you know personally. I just hate the character that he's that he is. Yeah, I understand. Um, next, we have Rousey and Flair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Why don't you just explain this match um, to less than average-looking women uh, <laughs> performing in a less than average manner? Um, Charlotte's totally weird. I don't see the allure. it's nepotism at this point. It's got to be. It's got to be because like it's because she's a flare. Do you not see? So you don't see the the allure there? No, neither do I. Look, I don't want to go on my rant, but I'm about to do it. There is. Oh, sure. She's a nice girl. Yeah, sure. I, I watched the Broken Skull session with Stonewall. She's Blue. nice, right? Is she She's nice? Right? and she looks beautiful But right. I mean. She's not bringing anything to the table anyone else couldn't. Sasha had a better match with Rousey at Rumble 19. Okay. Asuka. There there are people that could have had these two women's spots that are, I believe would be more entertaining. You're right. Yoshirai, Oscar, Becky, Becky, Kaylee Ray, um, Bailey, um, Candice LeRae. And, She's a maternity. And, remove. and remove. there's just so many women out there that could have had a better opportunity here, and it's just what the hell. But it is what it is. Um, I thought Rousey looked better than Charlotte in this match. I thought Rousey had a more of a big time feel allure to her. She, like she was handling herself. But I mean, she's been on big stages before, you know, and that's part she's of. has been the main event. event. That's part of when you're in the UFC and you're kind of just like, it's a lot of grandstanding before that match. You gotta present yourself in a way that makes people buy tickets. the tickets. Facts. You know, I think there's. Unless I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not putting either profession on uh, a uh, uh, level here. But uh, when you're a female and I'm not taking away from women's wrestling, but you're a female and you're a UFC, people are already like, you know, you don't do shit. Yeah. Especially Rousey. You say what you want about Rousey, but if it weren't for Ronda Rousey, I don't think it would have been elevated as high it had been elevated. The UFC. In women's women's fighting. You're right. Yeah. Um, so when you have her, you know, I think she brought that box office, quote unquote appeal to the match because she knows how to handle herself and say, hey, like I'm the main event bitch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even though they weren't and they're far for they the opening of that. But and Charlotte almost seemed a little lost out there. Um and you kept saying, this is my house or, yeah, or she is, was this saying. This is my company or something like that. Yeah, she's I don't uh know. referee gets a little distracted here. Charlotte wins with a big boot, retains her championship. I personally would have had Rousey win it, but whatever you know charlotte needs to check another box um i give it a two i give it a two nothing to write home about no sure until i heard uh music. Yeah, music i forgot the match was on the card so (laughs) okay see that main event time main event is the ko show and ko show turns into austin and kevin owens um owens runs down texas again um awesome an and he continues to run it down he says look um stupid ass cowboy hats stupid <laughs> ass boots you stupid ass buckles he said you look around it's all flat it's nothing to write home about um you know look at look at canada much better place the summers are hot as hell You know. Yeah. I would be upset too if I were you. I would have moved away, maybe somewhere like Mexico. (laughs) Which is funny because Mexico is hotter. And arguably you could say they have stupider hats. The sombreros. Yeah. Yeah, They I don't know if they have belts like Texas belts. Oh they do? Yeah, they do. And I'm pretty sure they still wear cowboy boots there. Yes. Yes they do. So And there are more things that can poke, stab, and kill you in the desert in Mexico. Some would say Mexico is equal to or worse than Texas. I would agree for but sure. But that's the, that's the, I'm <laughs> uh, a stupid heel type of thing for Kevin Owens to say. That's Which funny. is also the more insulting thing for me to say Texas by saying, hey Texas, i do really rather go to Mexico and be here? Because it's natural to Texans, hate Mexico. Facts. Yes. Which is funny because Tex-Mex is a great food. Is Texas Mexican? Yes. Petro's. I worked at Petro's. That's what, what is Petro's? Chili chips and cheese. That's Tex-Mex, baby. Throw a little uh, tomato and some uh, sour cream on that beat. Throw a few jalapenos and black olives and you got a, a Tex-Mex party. My mouth is watering. Not even good. <laughs> um, but some <someplace laughs> of the Steve Austin stomps a modal ass. Uh, I see this thing in the beginning where he stomps, he, he's acting like his knees hurt because Kevin Owens said that uh, Steve Austin had bad knees, back and neck. So he's he stomping. He has a bad neck. Yeah. <clears throat> I got a bad neck. My neck sucks. <laughs> um, so he stomps, stomps. He goes, oh, my knee. And then starts stomping the hell out of him again, which popped. Yeah, the did pop. Um, Kale's bumping like his life depends on it. He's going left, right. He's flying everywhere. And, like, there was a clothesline on the outside, on the on the floor outside where you were. Kevin he, Owen does a floor. He goes inside out. Yeah, he goes inside out. I'm like, he used to do. Um. And oh, then, well, actually, it was good. actually yeah, pretty good. And then they end up fighting around, and, and while they're fighting around, Austin's drinking beers, getting beers tossed to him, and he's drinking his beers. And um, they go to the crowd, and Austin gets suplexed on the concrete. That's right. Um, oh man, man, And then they go back ringside, right and they end up getting uh, over to the ATV. Austin drives them up to the ramp and suplexes them on the ramp twice. That's right. Go and they throws them down the ramp and. Kevin Owens rolls down the entire ramp. Um, they get back in the ring. He stuns him. Uh, Kevin Owens stuns Stone Cold Steve Austin for two. And then Austin stuns him to win big celebration, big big beer bash. And then um, Byron Saxon comes in to drink a beer with him. He stuns Byron Saxon. Then Stone Cold's brother gets in the ring. And they share a beer to close out what is Stone Cold's final match. Um oh, didn't McMahon get stunned? That's night two. Spoiler alert, I'm sorry. Oh, they already know. They probably already I saw it on Instagram. Um <laughs> but that, that was night one. That's night one. What would you give this match? This match I'll giving it a three. I give it a three as well. See that? It wasn't, you know, it was never gonna be an Aaron classic. But for the moment it want it was. Wanted to be because he's he's a legendary four. It it's, it's such awesome. a beautiful moment. To have him have his own match really on his own terms in his home state, Texas, baby, against a lifelong fan, Kevin Owens probably had on every wall, probably had a Stone Cold poster. And then, like Stone Cold said on the KO show, he said, I started my career in Dallas and I got my career in Dallas. It's beautiful, it's a Pittsburgh story. Right after this quick ad, we will be back with night two of the most stupendous Wrestlemania, Wrestlemania 38. Let's get it. Hey, how was that little little break for the anchor pro, anchor, uh, anchor advertisement, ad- the advertisement advert. advert. Um, we're going to get into night two of Wrestlemania. We're going to try to wrap this baby up in a nice little bow, and we're going to give our awards. So opening WrestleMania thirty eight night two WrestleMania Sunday, the Alpha Academy, shush the shoo-sh. Street Profits. They wanted the smoke and RK bro, um, yeah. in a triple threat match for the Raw Tag Team Championships. Immediately, Gable. It's Gable, Ford, and Riddle, and Gable stands there and goes, she until Montel's Ford bitch slaps him, and then and then Ford and. RK Bro, RKO, no, uh, bro, Riddle, Matt Riddle, just tagging the heck out of them, so to speak. Um, so they, they, they would do have nice, like, nice clear exchanges between those three. Uh, of <clears> course, <throat> Ford is, you know, I hate to make this analogy, but Ford is the best between the Street Profits. He's the best of the Street Profits. Of course, Randy Orton is Randy Orton, but as far as being spry and you know, more young and energetic, it Riddle, obviously, it's and then. Obviously, Chad Gable is the better of the Alpha Academy. With that, with that other animal, whatever his name is Otis. But Gable is just untouchable in some senses. Um, this all leads to everyone being kind of outside near the barricade in the corner. And Montez Ford does a spot where he runs and does the, the dive over the, the turnbuckle and the post. Does uh, a sent on all of them. And then Gable gets back in and hits a moonsault onto everybody. Uh, real hits the bro to sleep to Dawkins, giving Orton the hot tag. Orton does his combination, uh, and then he does the the back suplex onto the announce table to both Gable and Ford, which got a huge pop. Like when, when Orton got in, the crowd went wild. This is probably one of Be- Orton's best career runs in a while. Um, yeah. RK bro, sure. after this, they both hit the double draping DDT, and they have a nice thing where Orton, after he gets him in the DDT, kind of yells up in the Eli yells up into the sky and like a, you know, a shake shaking and then drops him. And him and Riddle both look at each other and do it at the same time. Yeah, look looks sick. Um, and then there's the blockbuster uh, by the Street Profits. And then a super RKO to Montez Ford by Matt Riddle. And then afterwards, Gable gets hit with a top rope RKO by Randy Orton for the win. Uh, RK-Bro retains their raw tag titles. Uh, I gave this match a four bells. I gave it four as well. This was a, a very entertaining match. I like RK, Bro. I like I didn't. You wouldn't think that they had anything in common. That they're both from Planet Earth, <laughs> you know I mean? but um, that's uh, that's from a promo that they cut together. Did they? Yes. Oh, and he, was like, he was like, "I don't know what planet you're from." Oh, from Planet Earth. Shut up. Stupid. We have nothing in common. <laughs> oh, because we're both from Planet Earth. <laughs> was, I I, lo- I like the team. The, the matchup. Um, again, the, the energy, the, uh, athleticism of, um, Mr. Riddle is, is unparalleled. He was, he was the star in the ring that night, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, Montez Ford, the second, uh, close second. Gable with the shoosh. <sighs> yeah, it was, uh, they, they were full of stars and Ga- Who's that animal that Gable's. Gable, uh, Otis. uh, and Alpha Academy. Yes. Otis yeah otis looks I don't, I don't even know what to compare him to like a refrigerator like an entertainment center just like so big and, and like he looks like that frog because he's got no neck and his, his chin just like morphs into his shoulders like really he looks like a, a big a giant el sapo which, el sapo with spanish for frogs frog. si bueno. eh, eh, hasta, hasta la pasta, noches. burrito hell yeah Quesadilla. uh speaking of quesadillas <laughs> Uh, Next match of the night, we have Bobby Lashley versus Omos. Uh, 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 Omos clubs and boots Bobby Lashley until Bobby Lashley just bitch bitch slaps him for a second. And then Omos continues to press Bobby, throw him around the ring a little bit. It's pretty obvious Omos is not ready for WrestleMania. You're right. He is a spectacle because a seven-foot man, no matter who you, no matter where the um, talent level is, I mean, when did he start wrestling? Last year? Uh, Serious, like uh, two years ago. Yeah, and, and it's like, and he is strong. He lifted up Bobby Lashley. Oh, you know he. he, he just sucks. Uh, as well. Yeah, he does. And uh, his his voice that does, he doesn't have the voice of a guy that size. I mean, he Andre, I guess. But um, anybody would a peanut? Anybody want a peanut? Dude, he's um, he's not a talent. He's not someone who's going to be remembered. I don't think. Well, well I could be wrong. I could be wrong. He can go on a run and get a push, but I doubt anyone's going to remember him. The fact that he got. A match in WrestleMania against Bobby Lashley against Bobby a two-time Bobby. a two-time WWE champion. The, the way that that Bobby the way Bobby Lashley box chucked onto the side of the ring. It's amazing. It's amazing. He's an animal. The guy's a guy's a monster, bro, and and athletic, and uh, so they really test for HGH in in WWE. Yeah, Ben Wyatt the same way. That would lead to testing yeah. pretty re- pretty regularly. I think. Random have another situation like that. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, and the head trauma that that's that, you know easily relevant or, or available to a WWE wrestler. Bobby Lashley's amazing man, and he has an MMA record. I respect MMA fighters. And he was uh, in the army. Imagine having him having your six, as they say, dude. I, I would be like, for so those out. that don't know, six means ass. It means your back it's because like on the clock, but ass, but ass it's like, it's like the model of the army. Never leave your buddy's ass behind. Mm. Yeah. Semper Paratus, always faithful. That's actually, uh, I think that's Navy actually, but <laughs> Dewey. Um, I give it to you. Would you give, it, I, I gave it a, no, where is it? I gave it a three. Okay. I saw something that, well, because of Bobby Lashley, man. The, the guy, that guy is a spectacle in, in a good, very, very good way. I mean, I, it's a, like, like I, I would totally, he's a guy that I would go up like, well, uh, women have a problem as far as like other, like seeing a, a skinny fit woman and being like, uh, I, don't, I don't want to talk to her or ask her because they do have this air. Like, don't talk to me at the gym. You see a guy like Bobby Lashley, you go up and ask questions. You go up and ask him, oh, how do you work this, be- this cut in the back of your shoulder here? They love talking about themselves. I'll tell you what I do here. Grab some weights, and they'll, come, they'll give you a little training session. Those guys, but in between their sets, of course. And Lashley's a guy I would walk up to for advice at the gym. He's such a and monster. Yeah, it's uh, so I, I do respect him all the hell. Um, and he sold. He took some bumps for almost, almost. How do you say it? Doesn't matter. Oh, for the for the giant. Whatever you remember. Um, to the point where like when almost pressed him, and and body slammed him. He did take the bump. If I were him, I would have landed on my feet. Like, what? Like Because he could have just landed on his feet. and been fine. But he did. He took the bump. That mad respect to Bobby Lashley. Three dollars. Next match, Johnny Knoxville, the South Knox strong boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, as the announcer says, uh, two cheeseburgers away from 171 pounds. Um that's, let me come on. From hailing from Knoxville, Tennessee. Yeah, that's our hometown. That's my hometown. That's, my that's hometown where you reside. Boy. That's where I live. It's my hometown now. Isn't that I, I, I bought a Tennessee Titans hat. I was wearing it yesterday, remember? I do. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Um, again, Sammy Zane. Um, right to jump off. Johnny Knoxville ate a whole ass salubic kick. Yeah. He ate that. He took that straight to the face. Sammy gets out. I mean, he was a jackass. I mean, come on. He goes over to Jeff Tremaine and, and Hodge. And uh, they said Black something. His name is like Black Daniel or something like that. as his name. He walks over. And he's like talking a little bit and he uh he pie faces Hodge and then pushes yeah, his face. They right. try to slap him and he does little he does a little dance near him and yeah. <laughs> you can't hit me, bitch, type of thing. Um and then uh Johnny Oxford pulls out fire extinguisher, uh sprays him down, then he grabs a trash can full of weapons, and then Zane bends a crutch over his back you the really, hard way. Yeah, it was an actual crutch, not give me a crutch, bent it the hard way over it was his not back. a work crutch, it was a crutch. Uh, Johnny uses the trash can lid as symbols after Sammy sets up the, the rat trap, um, the mouse trap table on the outside. Oh, that's right. He uses it as a symbol, and he, he does that just a few times there. Um, after doing that, things get really nice. Uh, Sammy hits Johnny with the exploder suplex, the corner table, and then party boy Chris Pontius Hi. comes out, and he's he's in a suit. And he's a, he he's in off. a sweatsuit. And it's like, what's going on here? That's not the party boy I know and love. And and Pat McAfee's like, party boy, so I take it off. And he takes it off. He goes, that's party boy's ass. And I can't tell you how many times I have seen party boy's ass. Uh, and he he comes. So he's dancing. And then he gets booted in the face as well. Yeah. And roll it out. And then he sells. There, there was, it was good. The moment we've all been waiting for. Sami Zayn goes outside of the ring and goes under the ring. What happened? And then all of a sudden... He gets bopped in the nose. Wee Man, baby. Jason Acuna, a.k.a. Wee Man. Wee Mania is running wild. He comes out, and <laughs> yeah. he body slams Sami Zayn, and then they bring out the dick kicker. Um, that, that That's brought out, but Sami goes to do a splash off the top rope, and some pyrotechnics disrupt him. He had a <laughs> the giant obstacle, a little clip from the Pyro. so the pyro off while well, he's laying there in the corner. Um, there's a 7'10 split bowling ball into Sammy's dick <laughs> yeah. afterwards. Um, Sammy's kind of running around outside the ring and he gets hit with the hand from Jackass 3 that was previously covered in baby powder. <laughs> the soup hand. The, the soup, the hand. soup and then High five. Smack. And as Pat McAfee says, what did the, the big ass hand say to the face? Splat, bitch. <laughs> and he's so happy. Pat McAfee was eating this up Michael Cole was corpsing with laughter on the other uh, side. Pat McAfee's probably my age, give or take, and he probably grew up watching Jackass and Bam the Bam and all the all those shows. Uh, no Steve-O. no Bam Margera, <sighs> of course. Oh Bam, and it, well, there was a bunch of them that weren't there. Ryan Dunn, um, uh, what's his name? There was Aaron McGahee. Uh There was a bunch of them that weren't there, but like, but uh, is that Danger? Danger yeah, he's the one that they always beat up on and stuff. He like, deserves a look at him. He looks like a freaking like village man. You're right, but I just defi- watch the first Jackass. I've he, seen it. When t- he eats the yellow snow cone, <laughs> and then he drinks and sucks it from the bottom, and then when he's finished puking, I think Ryan Dunn runs up and beats him down. <laughs> I'm talking about puts hands on him, like like not funny, not like bah, bah, like I'm talking boom. No, oh, like beats him down I, funny I didn't find that funny. I know what I found funny when they when they wanted the door shut on one of the sides of the limos and they let all the the, the bees movies? in oh my was that in the movie or on the TV show that no. was in the movie oh my god and bam couldn't get out and then when they got out there were the marble was on the ground and they stepped on the, up the, the marbles, marbles and fell and the bees are still stinging them and Ryan Dunn was sitting in the corner and they didn't sting him and they got all bam bam was the one freaking out and swatting at us they kept singing them more <laughs> and then when they i think they also there was he was also in the limo and they dropped a giant snake in the limo because bam scared of snakes yes and he was freaking like he was his his stupid ass voice stop stop up, guys yes yeah, <laughs> What i'm going to westchester and like you know no but they uh, they locked him rack. they locked him in speaking of a train wreck they locked him in a train car with a King Cobra dude and he was like King Cobra are you serious like as soon as he saw it he was like he cried dude that's like when they uh took uh uh danger in the in the new movie they tied him to a chair and they poured uh honey all over him and put salmon in his lap and then let a grizzly bear in the grizzly (laughs) and the grizzly like started sniffing him starts getting hungry and he's like guys what he's gonna kill me he's gonna kill me and the bear slapped his paw on his dick and he's like guys guys he's gonna eat my dick off he's gonna eat my and you see giant just like just like with, with fire from hell in his eyes just laughing who is this who is the danger and then finally the bear the bear tamer comes in and has a piece of fresh fish and the bear takes off towards it and like he's like i pissed off piss." I pissed my pants and farted. Um uh that's funny, I'm so glad it happened. But, but why why did he's he doesn't I don't I don't know the dynamic of their squad, but like like he gets those that Arab brigade he gets those ones. If you he were here, I bet they would have had uh, you know, Rikishi come back out and, and ass face him. You know what I mean? It's I bet they would have been like, We're gonna we're gonna have you're gonna stand on top of a pyro when it goes off and we're just going to shoot the pyro up your ass it, until you do I get some itchy berm gel no we're going to use lighter fluids we're going to rub you with with some mineral spirits and oh. um sane is sent through the mousetrap table after giant oxley uses tongs on his balls and Michael Cole says well if hopefully Sami Zayn did not want children and they send them off the top rope yeah. through the mousetrap table he comes back in there's a giant mousetrap set um a little bit of error there, but the Giant Oxel in all of his years of hurting people and hurting himself, he knows how to properly set the trap off. Yeah. It says chuck and giant Oxel is one and oh at WrestleMania. He gets the cover in a and match. I gave three and a half. I don't that's we, we've kind of pulled back from the halves. I don't I, like I gave, it, like the gave it the three and a half. It was better it was better than almost versus uh uh Bobby Lashley. It was uh Better than Drew McIntyre and uh, Baron Corbin, I gave it four. That's fair. Four bells. like, and because, and again, I gotta stop looking at it like this. But the nostalgia goggles were were kicking because I like I was like 20 when that came on, when when Jackass came on MTV, bro, and, and was it was on, like it was that was really close to getting the four for me. But I just I don't know, there's I, I don't know, just holding me back. I would I would have really loved to see steve I don't know, like what that would have. Entailed, but just to see Stevo run out and then like Sammy, like, crack a skateboard over his back. Yeah, but it was he made well, Steve O is all the way sober now in recovery. And like, one of the things is people, places, and things, or like, the three of the things you have to avoid are people, places, and things. That you, you, uh, you, he did the whole movie, though. He did, did he really? Yeah, I okay. did, did think he did the Jackass Forever movie. I take that, he back. has his own podcast, you're right, and he sits with former addicts. He sat there and talked to, him, uh, to, to Corey Feldman, who, uh, Corey, <laughs> not saying Corey Feldman does drugs, but, like, he definitely smoked weed. I know that he, like, I saw a couple interviews where he was, like, clearly high on weed, but, like, that's not. I would love to see Steve O get powerbombed through a skateboard. Yeah. That would be funny. He probably wouldn't break the skateboard, and he would probably break something in his back. Gotcha. And that would have been funnier. I digress. Next is the Fatal 4-Way for the Women's Tag Team Championship. Sasha and Naomi, also known as Boss and Glow. Uh, Carmella and Vega. Shayna Baszler and Natalia. And then Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan, also known as Liv for Brutality. Which is a really bad, bad tag team name. I agree. Um, Ripley and Banks have a pretty good exchange to be in this match. They both go after each other's finishing moves. Liv and Sasha are working um, pretty well. They do stereo dives in the competition this is this match is pretty much move combo move combo move combo move combo move combo until finally the tag team finish which is the Codebreaker face buster by sasha and naomi for the win and your new wwe women's tag team champions the boss and glow connection sasha banks and naomi I gave it 3 bells. I gave it 2. I did not like this match. Um clear the 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 best looking team won, of course. I clearly though those are some good looking women, but well, I jeez. Uh, I I don't uh, the I saw the best women's match I've ever seen on night 1 of this of this WrestleMania. And this isn't the worst, but I'd rather not watch it again. Uh Rhea Ripley she's talented, strong lady. Um she looks like she's about six ten compared to the other women. She's probably maybe roughly five ten. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like she compared to the other woman, she looks like she's I think powerful. I think she's like six two. She's a big. That's a big kid right there. So yeah. it's you know, um, I don't. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not a misogynist, but re, women's wrestling is different than men's wrestling, and I don't really dig women's wrestling like that. Two bells. Uh, my eye, This is when my eyes started closing. You remember? Yeah, it's just the fact that we. I mean. The best women's match was Bianca and, and Becky. Exactly. So that was the best women's match I ever saw. Comparatively, these other women's matches just didn't live up to it. They never will. None of them ever will. I, I mean. Uh, you know, you might have one in the future that surprises you. Yeah, that's fair. But, uh, it could be a fatal four, Becky, Bailey, Bianca. And. Thanks. Uh, yeah, the four B's. Bore B cubed. Uh, next match, Edge and AJ Styles, which was said to be a dream match. This was a big dream match. This is a big push, a fancy match for a lot of people. Um, and, and you said last, last night when we watched this, in your opinion, it was what? You said it was a classic wrestling match. It was. I said it was an old school wrestling match. Well, I, I feel but, like old school and classic would. But, but like old school for me because I, I, I'm new to this. That's stuff. true like oh you're not new anymore that's true it's um, been two years of this but but as far as like the history of pro wrestling i'm um, still um, learning um, yeah and, and but this looks like something you would see in 1998. yeah uh edge is getting dropped all around on the outside phenomenal forearm but edge gets his knees up it was sorry it wasn't a phenomenal forearm it's actually the 450 splash uh he gets his knees up shoulder breaker to uh to aj by edge um edge is grabbing at his knee at this point so Edge's knee is the issue AJ's um, abdominal is the issue. Um, AJ suplexes Edge straight into the turnbuckle, which was a really, really good spot there, especially because you're, you're telling the story of Edge's neck, which he has a bad neck. For so, real? Yeah, for him to get suplexed, well, he retired because he had a bad neck. Yeah. Was um, he back? Because they, they found out that he was clear to compete. Okay. Yeah, um, hurt like Big E, man, I mean. He, I don't think Big E's ever coming back, unfortunately. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, giant welts are forming all over the back of, of Edge. His arm, his shoulder, his yeah. back, and shoulder, yeah. Yeah, his back. They both these guys look like they were just relentlessly chopped to death. I mean, like they're they're showing it. Uh, top rope slingshot, DT from AJ. AJ suplexes edge on the apron, which was a really good spot. We know the apron is what? The, the hardest, hardest part, part of the ring, of course. Um, edge kicks out of the styles clash, and right before. Uh, Edge is about to be taken out with a phenomenal forearm. Damien Priest appears and just stares at AJ, it distracts him long enough for Edge to pick up the spear and for, the him with the for the win. With the spear for the win, yes, sir. For the win in a match, I get four belts. Four well. bells. Your opinion, sir. For a, an old for school them. match, um, there was a ton of kickouts, and like as a wrestling fan, you know there's going to be with this one. There were some that were were really suspenseful, and when uh, I, when I, I said. What the he double f word is Damian breeze doing there that's what he was doing there he was doing there for for aj to turn his head around and look at what, what are you doing here and thus he he joined um he joined edge and now they have a a dark alliance seven an lines and then, by the way i just want to mention edge's uh entrance was dope as hell yeah it was pretty fast he was on his throne the fire the purple lighting and then the the dark wings kind of formed behind him on the stage it was he does have that look he does have that vampire in the 1800s look killed a family of five type of look drink their blood. I yeah, mean that's what course. vampires be doing my father's from Transylvania so really so yeah of course bow. Okay, I'm not gonna bow what Is he shooting me that's um that's I'm an a of a uh, gun being loaded and fired Er-E. Er, er, er. That's another onomatopoeia. <laughs> P. I don't want to be it. <laughs> yeah. Boy, childish. Uh, Next match we have Sheamus and Rich Holland versus the New Day the two minute match. Uh, New Day shows a tribute to Big E by wearing Big E's gear with the uh, straps, you know, the wrestling attire. But this match was extremely disrespectful. The New Day got two minutes. Two minutes. Um, it was a squash match, bro. Yeah, it was a Xavier squash match. Xavier hits a sliding flatliner, broke kick to Kofi, broke kick to Woods, and then Rich Holland hits Northern Grip for the win. I gave it one bell. I give it one suck my dick. Uh, next match: Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. Pat McAfee comes out to Seven Nation Army. I, but how, how lucky are you? to get to walk and out. And they were losing their mind, dude. Um, and I forget who this guy is. He is an athlete. He is a, Pat a professional punter for the for the Indiana Colts. Yeah. And like he walked out, he kicked the football and that sent is. it like. Yo, it went. It, it had to go 500 feet, and it didn't. No, know, it uh, didn't look like he did any type of it? No, Looked like it just like pick up, kick it, <clears throat> but Yeah, but when you're a puncher, you just got that punt, bro. That's um, a good Pat comes out with the adrenaline. Uh, hits a spinning elbow. hurrican by Pat McAfee. Austin Theory just a little bit, kind of you know wearing him down a little bit. Uh, Pat goes for the superplex off the top rope but he's kind of pushed off Pat says oh hell no does a moonsault lands it back runs, it for those runs back jumps on the top rope superplexes him Austin Theory's talking that ish you know and doing. then we get that roll up from Pat McAfee but mean, but before this Matt McAfee has him on the outside he grabs his mic does some commentary yeah he he name drops his parents he says they're they're watching the boy Pat McAfee books mass tonight when <laughs> he's lay in some hits course, some cold water on him, throws a few more hits in there, goes back to the range, got stares down, water. Mr. it, man, so I'm beating your boy, bitch ass. Right. back in there, and that's where the sequence for Awesome Theory goes for his finish, which he calls A-Town down, because Austin, a down down. And when he goes for the Austin, awesome, he goes for the move, uh, gets a roll up there, and Pat McAfee has beaten Austin Theory, but no, 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 the story's not done yet. I'm going to go ahead, and I, I know you're going to give your grade for it all in total. After I'm sure. Yeah. But afterwards, Vince McMahon says, Oh, hell no. No, no. hell no. That's how where Steve Austin. Yeah, you're right. I'm used to the hell okay, yeah. Uh he takes mm-hmm. off his, his jacket showing a slightly uh more sad but muscled body of Vince McMahon. Bro, 73 years of age, the and the guy that is in good shape. Pat McAfee sells the shit out of all of McMahon's offense because you he he's mm-hmm. the boss uh Mac- McAfee gets hit in the balls and pulled into the corner post. Yeah. And as he's laying there holding his balls, and it's like, oh, I'm gonna take this ball. Punning your bitch ass. And they punch the ball into the side of which was there, weak, but he punched on the side of McAfee and he gets the win. They're celebrating Austin Theory. And they're you know, cheering, and all of a sudden, you hear the glass break. Stone Cold comes down. Awesome theory is acting all weird. He gets a few hits, he gets hit with a stunner. Best damn stunner sell I've seen in my whole life. He gets stunned and and kicking in the air on you know does a, a full somersault. Well, but we, we and and like, what, what happened when uh, after Pat actually left the ring. Stone Cold Steve Austin came out. I just said that I, it was it, Stone Cold because like they were just celebrating. I swear, but like yeah, go on. I didn't say Stone Cold, did I? What did yeah. I say? That's the glass breaks. Yeah. Well, son of a bitch but it's, it's still close. steve austin came out i've got to be one of the stupidest sons of, of bitches a bitch. <laughs> Uh but uh no no he comes out he he uh he stuns he stuns off the most beautiful but we know what's coming next i saw it on instagram i hadn't even seen it yet uh, dude but before that big man takes the beer here he sips on he goes good. good beer it's good it's stuff good good, good. good shit. And then he gets kicked in the gut and just. Oh, oh, oh. He immediately falls to, to a knees. And then Austin gets him back up. And then he falls into the ropes and comes forward. And twist. And, an and Austin's able to catch him enough to hit a, a semblance of a stunner. He's laughing his ass off. McAfee comes back in, shares a beer with him. McAfee gets stunned. and When McAfee gets stunned, he shoots up and does the fountain with the beer <laughs> and rolls out. And then you see McAfee laying <laughs> on the ground. He has a beer and he's pouring the beer. I put on the ground to celebrate. Austin leaves, and then we get prepared for what is our main event. And right before our main event, our final ad for the show. Let's get to our main event. That was a great ad, by the way. I loved, hey, I loved do, I it. I do what I do. I do what I can. I do what I say. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. This is your main event of for, the- for <clears throat> Sunday night in what's supposed to be the biggest WrestleMania match of all time. This is the unification match between Universal Championship and the WWE Heavyweight Championship. This is your tribal chief. You better acknowledge oh, him. him. Roman Reigns versus the cowboy ass kicker, the beast incarnate, the next big thing, Brock freaking Lesnar. You baby back bitches. Are you ready? He's an, he's an animal. He's an animal. They're both animals, but. So Brock, Brock drives Roman into the corner. Uh, he drives him from corner to corner. Like he drives him in, shoulder press, picks him up another corner. Does the same thing, picks him up another corner. Then belly to belly, few German suplexes until Roman is color-signed. How outside. many is Was it like three or four? Uh, three or four to start off. Hits a few belly to bellies as well. So then they're out here, um, ringside. Paul Heyman gets Brock's attention, and Brock's like, I'm about to kick him off of like that. Yeah. So he's walking <laughs> over to him, and Paul's like, no, 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 no. Look where you I loved hey. you. Roman put me up to it. And Brock's Brock walking over just black staring at him, and, and Penguins walking those little black eyes. Walk those little ass back. and Because Brock the, and Paul Heyman haven't passed. They haven't hit surgery. And then Roman spears Brock through the. Spears the shit out right of it. Right, right through the barricade, barricade. Which, if you ever watch Brock and Roman match, that is what happens. No matter what, no matter when they wrestle, it's a barricade spot every day. Is it really? I'm pretty sure, I mean, if they've wrestled ten times, I'd probably say nine times out of ten there's a the barricade spot. Um, there's a spear for two inside the ring, followed by two Superman punches. But Brock hits five German suplexes after faking out Roman Reigns. I told you, he hits some with the all show my hands trick, which is the easy uh, street fighting trick that people have used. Some people have used it, I believe, in boxing. I think I've seen you know some amateur boxing where you have where, you, where the person's on the you know they're on the offense when they're on the offense. Sometimes you know. Sometimes the offense will do. Sometimes the defense will do. I'm just giving a few analogies here. They throw the hand up. The person, of course, gonna look at the hand. The fucking doing with the hand, and you sock him in the damn face. It's also a you know classic uh, wrestling technique where uh, the Rock is done before. He hits you a few times. He puts his hand up like that and clocks that bitch in the face. That's right. And It's a little bit of showmanship, but it's something that Brock did because right before the match start, Brock took his damn gloves off. He on. had no gloves. He on. said, the "We're cooking with we're cooking with gasoline." And the gloves now. are off. He took the And uh, he's laughing and snaps him. But in the moment where Roman is going for a Superman punch, and Brock throws his hands up, Roman looks up, Brock catches him for another German suplex. It was a German? German. Okay. Because he caught him, spun him around, German. That's That's when he hit another five in a row. Um, The ref gets knocked down. Roman hits a low blow to the balls of Brock Lesnar and then hits hits him with the title shot, hits him with the title for two. After this is gone on Brock is like stumbling and he actually either he's really good at selling or he was concussed because he looked concussed because Roman goes for a spear and Roman like Brock doesn't turn so Roman spears him in the back. So he picks him up again and goes for the spear, but Roman eats the spear and puts in the uh it's a key lock, but he calls it the coquina cl- I think it's not it something clutchy. What do you call it? The go go no. I don't know, I can't remember what it's called, but it's a key lock. The Americana, the key lock. The key yeah. lock. Um, he has him in there, he's locking it, and you see Roman's shoulder just going all the way that's back. A, a shoulder and afterwards, lock, yeah. you see yeah. the giant welt on the shoulder from what looks like to be an actual, you know, possible and, injury. An injury. People have said there's actually a possible injury there. And, and he was he was reaching for the rope. And, and Heyman Paul it. Heyman's fat little chubby finger, sardine fingers, pushed it in a little pushed bit. Pushed the rope in for Roman to be able to grab it. And I will say props to Roman, because the reports are that he was actually pretty hurt by that. Reports are that both him and Roman, him and Brock were hurt, and the match was gonna go a little bit longer. But between the title shot and 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 Roman's arm, the arm crank both were actually pretty, pretty bad off. So at the end of the match, spoiler alert, I'm just gonna get into it. Roman hits another spear, wins both championships. At the end of the match, you see him raise his raise one arm up and he struggles to raise the other one up when they're in the ring. Then when he gets out to the apron, he's able to raise both of them while the fireworks go off and your tribal chief is crowned. At that point, and the adrenaline is probably- WWE crazy. undisputed universal champion. WrestleMania. I gave it three. That's it? Yeah. Four, I, I if don't- if it went longer, I would've given it more. I broke my rule. Four and a half. Oh, shucky duck. I don't do half bells. This was almost perfect. It, there were a few botches that you pointed at that you, uh, uh, where uh, Brock didn't turn around in time, and then yeah. a, uh Spirit was back. I couldn't imagine how. Uh, I can't breathe. Uh, like that great lady. Google great lady on YouTube. You know, Adrian knows what I'm talking about. But like when you get your the wind knocked out of you. You can't breathe. You, see, like, you think you're gonna die all you can do is take it, it takes like 10 seconds you'll be fine but you, it feels like you're about to die when that happens and um this was a classic match this was amazing there were no weapons which is my which is something i like i didn't see any blood yeah but um when the homie brock puts the homie like i know him, when the dude brock puts a, a america a key lock on you like, I was, I was saying when we were watching it, I wouldn't even be able to get away from that. I wouldn't be able to defend that. He's too He could rip big. it off. And He, he wouldn't need jujitsu with me, though. He would not need jiu-jitsu. know, in fact, Brock Lesnar's real name Edward. I just want to point that out. Edward Lesnar? Ed Lesnar? Brock. Brock his name is – his full name is Brock Edward Lesnar. B-E-L, baby. Bell. From bell to bell. You got B-E-L. <laughs> no, he ain't got to do that. I don't right? have to do that, okay. Oh, he was also in the National Guard – and got criminal charged for improper tagging of an animal, which was, uh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. He had a criminal record for improperly tagging an animal. $1,700 fine and six month hunting suspension. Okay. So it's not illegal. It's just legal at a price if there's yeah, a fine, I mean, you know, like you can't drive that down this one way street what if I do? you got a fine. Okay. So it's legal, but I have to pay. You know. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well I'm, I'm looking here cause I want to have the exact title for his move. It, it really just upset me. And I, I, I would have it memorized any other time, but I just, I can't, I can't seem to get it in my brain right now. It's like I'm rubbing off and it. really, it's really just pissing me off and it's getting me super upset. And I just want to burn down a farmhouse. You know what I'm saying? You ever just want to burn down a farmhouse? You can't think of a single move. I have, it's it's really upsetting me. I'm going to continue to look for it while we do this, but meanwhile, let's go ahead and get to our rewards. It's called the Kimura. The cabot, yeah, yeah, or Americana. it's the same. Yeah, I'm so happy. Yeah, I saw that. Let's get to our awards. Let's go, sir. On. We're gonna start in a little different order tonight. All right. Who's your star of the night? <laughs> we, man, <You're laughs> Wee really? man, dude. Um, I got, I got chills when that, when that happens, man. Little midget, dude. I love it, man. I'm picking hug him top of his head. Uh, my star of the night is going to go with Bianca Belair. She killed it. Like, Bianca she Belair. <sighs> killed it. Uh, who was the worst of the night? The LVP, the least valuable player, the least valuable Seth performer. Except friggin' Rollins, even though we had a good match. Really? Yeah, I was like, so what was your least favorite part about this entire show? Well, no, there was that women's match and, Ryan, and Ronda versus Charlotte, but like my, he like uh, like him like missing those stomps. you can't see my quote like, missing those stomps, it looks so bad it, like and, and he's a pro it's like
1: ah uh, yeah and i
0: he doesn't seem like a likable fella either i could be wrong but that's just by his character yeah uh i'll leave it to homos Omas sucks <sighs> does. keep in mind logan paul had a match tonight and i said Omos was the worst performer logan paul wasn't horrible that's the point logan paul is ahead of you and you've been in business for three years yeah um match of the night no no spot of the night your moment your spot of the night sir what says it you there, there was uh the, the rko match where there was that flip at like that outside of the ring is that how you feel that yeah yeah i like the, the high flying stuff. uh we'll go with cody's return yeah. Uh, on Rewatch obviously I knew it happened, but when I was watching, I didn't know it happened. It blew my you know, blew my mind. Your thirteen year old man. Yeah. Really but if we're talking about a move, uh it it, it probably would be Man, the, the moment where Bianca avoids Becky by the she does the backflip and avoids Becky and Becky turns around and she picks her up for the KOD and hits it. Yeah, that was pretty great. fire. Um box of the night. Worst moment of the night. So the, the patch of the night was clearly, um, obviously, Vince McMahon missing the stunner. A, yeah, missing the stunner. I mean, yeah. that's like a disrespectful. Everybody knows the stunner. Come on, that's that was the worst patch of the night. But then again, Homeboy seventy-three. That's true. I, be right. I agree with you as well. That was the worst. I saw that on Instagram. It was that bad. You know what I mean? So, best match of the night. Believer no, respect. Be I agree. It's was, a Hall of Fame match, definitely five out match for sure. Worst, Rasmus for Charlotte, baby. That was terrible. I'm giving it to Elmos and Lashley. I Lashley's two was too good. He, he showed in that he he, yeah, he killed it, but yeah, almost sucked. And keep my awards cover both both nights of wrestling. Sure. them to know that. Um, new award here, Laz, Who is your best dressed? We're only doing this for Mania. Who is your best dressed? second uh I, I think uh probably uh happy corbin happy corbin was your best dress yeah he yeah did yeah, the, 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 the ill slacks on with the with the hawaiian shirt look good yeah i'm gonna go Bianca. she makes her own gear yeah. i mean by that rationale who's the who's the 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 Warships? you going to say the worst dress No, by that rationale, by that what's the name of the girl who uh, was tag-teaming with uh, uh, Sasha? Naomi. Naomi. She was fantastic. But, like, I mean, like, the best dressed was Happy Corbin. Worst dress Corbin's homeboy. Rick Moss? With the, with Matt the suspenders. Moss? Stop it, man. You're, it's Come on. They make belts now. Stop it. It's so bad. I mean, I want to say him. I do. Um... I'm gonna go with Charlotte because obviously it was edited out of this version, but her boobs fell out like three times. If you if you're gonna get fake boobs, you probably need clothes to you know work on that. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm a man. I understand. I'm a man. We like to see women and their and their you know their, their their parts. Yeah, but uh, you know you're a professional. Like wear clothes that are gonna you know help you out there. Yeah. No, I'm not saying you have to wear it. uh a blanket and a turban but perfect. i'm saying make sure your clothes are snug, form-fitting for you so, <coughs> so you, you don't have to don't stick to yeah yeah um finally we've covered the match of the spots we've covered, what is we did the worst stress we've covered everything have we not We have. now finally night one or night two of wrestlemania night one night one actually i agree night one for sure uh, Bianca and, and Bianca and Becky had Seth and, and Cody, yeah. Austin and Kevin Owens, Mysterios dude, dude, and Logan Ball. That double 619 looked so badass, bro. That was a great spot. Final grade for WrestleMania as a whole. 3.3. 3. I'm going to give it a 4 out of 5. This is the first WrestleMania in a long time that I've been actually super excited about while I was watching. Like it really kept me enjoying it was really hard for me not to go Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville like a match of the night, but yeah, it was awesome. I have to think with my brain and not my heart. Now you're nostalgic, right, dude? How old were you? Were you born? Jack started in 2000. I was two years old when it started, but I do remember like watching TV when the Joey Funs, and I remember watching Viva of Ban and I remember watching Wild Boys. Wild Boys was hilarious, and um, I remember. I remember it, it has nothing to do with Jackass, but I remember watching the Dudesons. Oh yeah, and yeah. Nitro Circus, Rob Dyrdek's Fantasy Factory. I never watched all the kind of they all kind of fall on the same genre of yes, it's reality TV, but we're just doing stunts and doing stupid stuff. Yeah, um, and I, I've seen all three Jackass movies, and I saw the fourth one in the theater. So, so I Jackass Five. Yeah, I did me too. Uh, I had them all on these once upon a time. Me too. I also had the PlayStation two game there was game where you just have to recreate the stuns yeah it was pretty stupid it's like hey there's this, like you have to do like the shopping cart stunt it was stupid but i bought it anyways uh all that to say uh, i give it a four you give it a 3.3 yeah, yeah like your math math. Would, would you recommend for someone to watch this absolutely absolutely um this has been the qualifications podcast moving back with I'm, I'm thinking maybe some 90s sub next time let's go to 1998. let's roll I was let's, let's, go to the, let's go to the year of my birth perspective, you were a senior in high school. Yeah, I was being born. My name is Adrian. My name is Laszlo. And this has been the Nose Qualifications Podcast.
1: What the-